At a soft 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 3.30 in the West, we bid you welcome again to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Uh, you are joined by yours truly, Mike Sisteros, and as always, our friend, the man who is synonymous with anonymous, the man from nowhere and anywhere at the same time. Please welcome from the thegnarlygnome.com, the Gnarly Gnome. Thank you, and, and for the record, I do not think Periscope is needy. I think Periscope <laughs> is wonderful, and I love them very much. And, Facebook, though. And joining us uh, once again from the Overlook Lodge uh, in Pleasant Ridge, uh, the queen of Cincinnati craft beer commentary, mixologist and bartender, the one, the only, Miss Tina Cisneros. Ahoy, ahoy. Ahoy, ahoy. And we have, I think, one hell of a show tonight. Uh, it is the first in our collaboration, if you will, with City Beat Magazine. And joining us from City Beat tonight uh, from their sales department is Josh Schuler. And Josh, we'd like to welcome you and the City Beat family to Cincy Brewcast. And we're so happy to have you here tonight. Uh, so happy to be here. So happy to partner up and uh, look forward to more. And the reason that he is here is because we are talking Cincinnati Burger Week 2016. And what would burgers be without beer and what has beer become in cincinnati over the last year plus if it doesn't at least somewhat include braxton brewing and from braxton brewing our friend should we fit you for the jacket now i'm still not quite <laughs> sure what if it's going to be like the abc sports 1980s you know grapefruit colored you know sort of lager beer colored jacket but anyway evan rouse Welcome again hello, hello. to is the hallowed halls of Cincinnati. This might be number this five. Is Are you number five? This is number six. Number is this number six? six? So he's this, passed the jacket. This, no, he's this the, is... He's the Steve, the Steve Martin of This uh, is officially <laughs> puts him ahead of Eric Bosler and Gamel Nagy as our most frequent well, guests right now. There we go. I think we. I think he deserves <laughs> polite yeah. golf applause. <laughs> a, ra- a round of applause. Uh, And uh, anyway, (laughs) dumb Boy Scout joke. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, And first of all, we wanted to talk to Josh about. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Well, I I never remembered. If you remember back, I never remembered to introduce you. Joining us tonight as a representative from Oakley Pub and Grill, and also representing uh, Anderson Pub and Grill, no, to a certain extent, uh, because they're going to have the same burger, the no. same. No, no, they're not. No. Okay, That's all right. Uh, well, listen, Angie Cisneros, who joined us for many shows on uh, as as social media director and as a panel member, joins us tonight, representing only Oakley Pub and Grill. Yes. Angie Cisneros, Angie, welcome. What's up? I give you. I, give, I, I bow and down Oak, to you. Oakley yeah. Pub and Grill is a, uh, a a participant of Cincinnati Burger Week, which is why she's here. And let's let's talk about Cincinnati Burger Week first with uh, with with Josh and with Evan and with Angie. Burgers and beers it sounds totally logical, but why? I mean, why do people? Why does it? Why does that? Why is that a combination? Is it just a, a kind of summer combination or? You know what do you what do you guys think? Uh, you know, for me, it, it goes back to uh, just the, the backyard grilling um, and grilling, having a beer, hanging out with friends outside. Um, it's a lot of fun, but you can always take something one step further. And I think uh, what kind of City Beat has done here and and put to, put on with with Burger Week is going to be phenomenal. 
Uh, 50 plus different burgers? 57 restaurants with uh, 66 locations throughout the greater Cincinnati and North Dear God. Kentucky. You basically can't that is go a lot of burgers. <laughs> it's a lot of burgers. If you, I think if you, you ate die. a burger for lunch, dinner, like challenge. and, and, and breakfast for every day, you still wouldn't cover I had, them all. You'd have to all. have an extra week. Yes. Yeah, I had some people last year who came in. I worked at Oakley Pub at the time, and they came in for Burger Week. And we were like, oh, yeah, you know, we have Burger Week going on. And they said, yeah, we know. We were just at Flip Daddy's. We came from Flip Daddy's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or I had like people. So like, oh, they yeah, came we were... from one place eating burgers to another place eating burgers, like yeah. within like a two-hour time. Period. Oh yeah, we were at APG for lunch and we're here at OPG for dinner. It's like, oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> well, you know, people take it seriously. I, I hope your heart is okay. <laughs> yeah, you know the uh, the the from a from a, a consumer standpoint, it's not just a whole lot of great deals, which it is. It's phenomenal deals, but um, you know, there's an interactivity component with the passport. You can pick those up at any of the 66 participating restaurants or at Braxton, both uh, during the kickoff event this Wednesday and uh, during the event itself. You get a stamp for every burger you have at the restaurant. Each one of those stamps is an entry for a grand prize uh, brought to us by Braxton, uh, the Ohio Beef Council, Eckerland. Uh, one, the grand prize uh, is a grill-out party courtesy of Eckerland with, uh, for more than 25-year friends. All right. Yeah. Wow, Sounds awesome. awesome. I think awesome. I have to well, I think friends. sort of, um, kind of. You would if you won. Going, go, going, <laughs> yeah, you going back scare up to the, uh, the reason for burgers and beers and why they go so well together is they're both just so very almost informal. Like it's really like comforting to eat a burger and drink a beer, and they like burgers, no fuss, beers, no fuss. Um, I think it's easy. It's it's very it's a match made. It's in very heaven. American too. Like it's just like mm-hmm. this this. American summer kind of thing, you know. You, you you're talking about grilling out, but you know, it's it's burgers and beer. You know, it it, it says summer. What's more American than that? And filling up hot fill, dogs fill, and wine, filling a cooler with <laughs> beer and 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 taking uh, taking hamburgers out of the uh, out of the same cooler and and flopping them on the grill and uh, putting all kinds of stuff on them and 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 washing it down with beers. Um, so tell us, uh, Josh, about some of the locations, if there's there's some special stuff going on. And, of course, you mentioned that coming up this coming Wednesday. The 13th. At the 13th at Braxton was going to be the big kickoff. Yeah, so uh, from 5.30 to 8.30, Wednesday night, the 13th, prior to Burger Week starting, uh, we're having a uh, celebration at Braxton to kick it off. Uh, Cuban Feet will have their uh, food truck there at Braxton's Brewing, uh, along with uh, two bands, Beloved Youth and uh, Young Colt, which... It occurred to me it might sound like a theme night, but I don't think that was intentional. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, along with, uh, I believe, for sure, I know Flip Daddy's and Bard's Burgers are going to be doing samples. Uh, I believe the pub as well, but I, I don't know that that's confirmed. Um, so we'll have samples of, of food, uh, Cuban Pete selling their full menu, Braxton Brews, of course, and uh, some great live music. Plus, I mentioned the passport with the stamps, chances to get bonus stamps and uh, get entered to win your prizes early. Absolutely. Sounds like fun times. The times. Did you mention the times? 5.30 to 8.30 if I didn't, but thanks for the note. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds cool. Um, Braxton, Evan, you guys did uh, the Big Green Egg Fest, which is sort of a backyard grilling sort of thing. Now Cincinnati Burger Week 2016 with City Beat. Uh, it, It just seems to me like it's kind of a big extension from... You know, you walk around the house out of the garage and into the backyard 
and there's sort of whole, a whole other sort of dynamic going on in the backyard of the house. And that's where some of these events that you guys are, are interested in sponsored uh, over the last, you know, couple of months, that's where that seems really to come in, uh, you know, as far as the, the, the outdoor aspect of the summer and grilling and barbecuing in the backyard and so forth. <clears throat> Absolutely. It's, it's the... The, it's not necessarily always the literal garage, right? I mean, picture summer trip or summer seasonal right now. It's not it's not about being in the garage. Summer trip, the name itself and the story of the beer is here's a trip, here's a reason to get out of the garage. Um, however, when you think of the garage as a whole and uh, beer drinking, especially when it relates to the garage, the first thing in the summer that pops into my head or most people's head is grilling, right? Right. right. I mean, it's you, know, you store the grill in the garage, you can pull it around back or out front or whatever you have to do. Right there in the driveway, you, maybe. You, you want to fire that grill up, you want to grill some burgers, grill some dogs, whatever, have a beer with it. I mean, that's like typical American summer. I can't wait for the time that that – and I love winter, sorry. Uh, but as soon as that winter turns, as soon as that winter turns, I'm ready. Uh, and you might even find me grilling in the middle of the winter just because I enjoy grilling that much. A- Angie, we know that uh, uh, that Anderson, uh, or not Anderson, Oakley, Oakley I'm going to say it all freaking <laughs> show now. Uh, Oakley Pub and Grill, they're in the top 10 in burgers in Cincinnati. And as far as Cincinnati Magazine is concerned, and it looks like you've got something. You did bring us something. I, I don't know if anybody, uh, if anybody can see it. Let's see if we can put it up somewhere uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. yeah there we go um Goodness. what do we have here it looks fantastic it's the uh, black and blue burger which is the uh, opg's burger of the week for burger week um it's really good it's my favorite burger actually it's our homemade blue cheese dressing on, on top of the i think it's an eight ounce patty with blackened cajun seasoning um yeah, cooked however you want with a side a of sixteen bricks bun. Sixteen bricks bun, yeah, that's Ooh, new. Yeah, that's good bread. Um, but yeah, with a side of fries or slaw, or well, fries or slaw come with it for the five dollars because that's what the the special is for the week. Um, All that eating on that plate right there is five dollars. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. fantastic. That's just awesome. That's awesome, and of course. Josh, plenty of other deals like that around around the other restaurants in the city. For sure. So, you know, with Burger Week, it was a... Uh, We're going to dig into that in a yeah, minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it, it takes a couple different shapes and forms, but the bottom line is at any of these restaurants, you can walk in and get a burger and a glass of water if you need to for $5, and that's your special. Um, now, some folks like... Uh, uh, Oakley Pub and Grill, they're going to offer the fries to go with that. Um, you know, some of our, our chefs really get fairly competitive wow. with the uh, menus as well. Sure. If you look at, uh, you know, Washington Platform offering the Fat Boy with oysters and cheese. Uh, oh <laughs> or, uh, or the National Exemplar with the, the, the Reuben Burger. Uh, and, uh, you know, some, some really premium offerings out there still for $5. Um, so ones that include sides are going to be noted uh, in the uh, in the menu, which uh, is going to be published on Wednesday in the Passport, which is available at all the restaurants. Um, and a lot of our partners, too, are offering um, veggie-friendly options, right? So feel free to ask or uh, check the website, CincinnatiBurgerWeek.com. And then all of this, too, will be in uh, an upcoming issue of City Beat. I'm, I'm, I'm 
Pretty sure. Yes. <laughs> uh, so we'll have uh, the full menu, some editorial features, uh, really a, a, a special edition coming out on Wednesday the 13th so that everybody can uh, plan out their week, um, as well as uh, join us again at the, the, the kickoff at Braxton. And then we'll reprint the full menu the following Wednesday. Absolutely. Sounds terrific. Now, we are about 12 minutes in or so, so we're going to take a quick break. Then we're going to come back and we're going to check out what we've got in the beer fridge. Evan brought us something very special uh, from Braxton and uh, other stuff going on uh, right now here on Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hi, Mike Cisneros here with a word about Brewhouse Dog Bones. By now, craft beer fans all over Cincy know the distinctive brown paper sack with a big red bone. You've seen it in great breweries like Mount Carmel, Listerman's, Rheingeist, Eight Ball, Braxton, and more. At just five bucks a bag, you know you can't find a more healthful or delicious treat for your best friend made from spent brewery grains, organic eggs, peanut butter, and brown rice flour. But did you know that Brewhouse Dog Bones is an educational program for developmentally disabled teens and young adults? It's available through the New Richmond, Cincinnati Public, Fort Thomas Public, Sycamore, Oak Hills, and many more school districts across Southwest Ohio and Northern Kentucky. For more information on where to find Brewhouse Dog Bones, or how to get your developmentally disabled loved one or your school district involved in the Brewhouse Dog Bones program, contact Lisa Graham at area code 513-520-0310 or visit www.brewhousedogbones.com. Give your dog the craft experience with Brewhouse Dog Bones. And uh, hey, we'd like to remind everybody that we are brought to you right now tonight by Brewer's Buddy, your best friend in brewing. Brewer's Buddy is the latest home brewing system on the market, a patent-pending, gravity-fed beer home brewing platform, and it's easy to own for anyone who loves the craft of brewing beer. It's affordable, versatile, durable, and safe. You can follow them at Brewer's Buddy on Twitter Insta- and Instagram and find out more about them at www.brewersbuddy.com. They will be taking pre-orders starting in August. They will be taking pre-orders for the product starting in August. That's Brewer's Buddy, your best friend in brewing, who is bringing you tonight and several more versions of Cincy Brewcast and we'll probably hit them again uh, one more time with that spot uh, here in just a moment but right now without further ado from the beer fridge it's my favorite time of day yeah we've got something we've got something special from Evan go ahead and uh, talk about it it's it, it and and brought to us in the big hot all new Braxton Crowler the incorrect can, I may say, but that's, that's what I had available to me as I was leaving late to get here. Um, yeah, because we just, it says starter coffee on it? That, that is correct. Oh, well. Uh, we, yeah, we, that, we, we don't care what that says on the outside. We know it's got beer on the inside. inside that let counts. that tell everybody also, if you want to go get your starter coffee in a Crowler, you can now. Yeah, absolutely. So that's amazing. We, that's, did just launch, we did just launch Crowlers, uh, which we've been discussing for quite some time to do. Uh, super excited to finally have them and actually be able to sell them. Um, we had the machine sitting in the brewery for a while. We just ha- couldn't use it because we didn't actually have the cans. Got the cans, we shipped them off to get wrapped and then come back to us. Uh, but the first beer that we've opened that I brought is Summer Trip. It's our new summer seasonal. Uh, it's a passion fruit Berliner, Berliner Weiss. Uh, 4% ABV, uh, and it uses uh, a whole bunch of passion fruit to give you that kind of exotic tropical fruit flavor and aroma. 
very light, very tart, very crisp, easy drinking for the hot summertime days. Uh, pool. I've taken a couple crawlers to the pool. Um, just nice, easy drinking. Or while you're hunting Pokemon. Pokemon. <laughs> yes. Or while you're catching Pokemon, which, frankly, the people at Braxit have been crazy, including me, doing. Yeah. There's, there are there are four Poke stops around Braxton, so you can go outside, walk around the block, get all your That's Pokeballs, amazing. go back into Braxton, and then catch. Uh, we were just hunting all day today. Yeah. <laughs> it's our off day finally. It, 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 it has turned every person over 20 years old at least 10 years younger than that you know and oh, some man. of them 15 20 years younger when i was a kid i played I, I had all the cards i had everything i was I, big. I must have just missed the whole pokemon thing when i was younger. I, yeah i was i mean I isn't was, that the plural I, I, I don't know i was i was really young and that's when the card game first came out i was super excited about it still yeah i think maybe it. i was like nine or ten like when the when the when yeah, it started like, it being really like, cool Five. And now five, Pokemon five. Go has more daily active users than Twitter. So That's insane. there's, there's can, that can we broadcast on it's, it's Pokemon? A, it's the whole thing about like nineties kids wanting to relive their childhood. Yeah, nostalgia you know? is huge. Plus the fact that it like gets people outside and like Yeah, we went on probably like, like a mile and a half hike today. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you have to walk around? Yeah, yeah it's like, like virtual oh, reality. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's, you have to actually minutes. like go to different places <laughs> to catch the Pokemon. Well, I was I, did, I, I was the guy who figured out how to play Wii bowling from the couch without standing up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know exactly how it works cuz I I also missed it, but uh, I do know that my friend put his phone on a Roomba. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I was thinking of strapping my phone to my dog and seeing what would happen, but he... he Just don't do it while driving. Yeah. <laughs> well, here on uh, Cincy Pokemon Cost, uh, cast... Uh, <laughs> Pokemon cast. Pokemon cast. Uh, this is, by the way, smells like a non-alcoholic drink. I mean, if you just... If you closed your eyes and sniffed it and said, what is this? They would not say it is beer. It's, I um, would not say it is beer. And I, I think that's really cool about it. Yeah, because, I mean, again, what's going on here in craft brewing, not just here, everywhere, is the fact that brewers are going out and they are taking all sorts of ingredients and making stuff that's really, you know, making stuff that's, that's really, really unique has a myriad of flavors and tastes and scents and so forth and so on, and it's still beer, but it, you, it, it doesn't smell like it or taste like it. It's really, really amazing. We were So we were really, really close to joining um, some of our other fellow Cincinnati uh, breweries and doing a Goza. And we were really close. We test-batched a few of them, and, and with how well yesterday's headlines went when we released it for our one-year anniversary, um, we decided to kind of say instead of doing a goza what if we were to do uh berliner weiss uh so we went with, we went down the berliner weiss uh route uh but we really wanted it to be a fruited version and that's where the passion fruit came in uh i've had a few other beers with passion fruit um the one that sticks out most particularly to me is lily koike polo by avery uh it's a belgian wit style ale with uh passion fruit added and it's phenomenal now what's your sense of how this will pair with burgers Ooh, that's a good question. A Hawaiian burger. Yeah, that's from the Oakley first Pub. thing that jumps into Pineapple, my head is a Hawaiian pepper burger. jack, but sriracha. That's not the special sweet tuna. But I'm burger. saying that's like what would go well with it. The uh, <laughs> the Cali girl at uh, Patty Burger is featured with avocado. Mm-hmm. Right? Ooh, oh, yeah. That could be a yeah, nice yeah. pairing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, any sort of like Mexicali kind of. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, well, and this beer, 
It reminds me a little bit in a way of um, at the lodge we do this. It's not like, you know, people ask for it, whatever. Um, where we'll do like a shot of gin in a pint glass and then fill the, the rest of the way up with ice and then top it off with Stiegel Radler. Um, and I could totally see doing that with this beer, but with like rum or something, like making it like a little bit more Super of a tropical, yeah, tro- yeah, tropical kind of uh, deal. That would be fun, I think, worth so, a try. So something like this with uh, maybe, or even a um, uh, sort of Asian inspired, maybe there's something that's got sriracha on it or something. Something got, I think I think something you know, with a spicy counterpart yeah. would be mm-hmm. really yeah. nice as well. Because it's got that tart fruitiness that, uh, so you think that mango habanero combination yes. goes so well mm-hmm. together that 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 type of tropical fruit. Would I can go tell you, I've had it with wings, and it's amazing. I love it. I, I loved yesterday's headlines. We did a, we did a show. We were separated uh, one day, and we did a show. And I sat here at three o'clock in the afternoon on a Monday when I had to work at eight thirty that night. <laughs> I'm not going to drink this whole and thing. Drank a whole bottle <laughs> of yesterday's headlines and. Fantastic! I mean, just absolutely some of the best beer that I've ever had. No problem. I mean, I just was, you know, I was, and this is this is right around as this is four, right? This is a little bit more. Yeah, four percent. Just a little bit higher, and we we changed the recipe a little bit uh, just to kind of bring out that passion fruit because it's a totally different ball game than dealing with such a subtle fruit like kiwi. Um, And and we're hoping that this one, if it goes over well this year, you you'll see it again next year. Man, it's fantastic! I absolutely we're hoping too. Um, next, Gnome brought for us. I dug into the cellar a little bit. He, I, uh, he dug into the cellar. I was thinking of what I would drink with a burger, and I like big, dark beers. And um, I had this standpipe from Old Firehouse from their anniversary party. Um, so it was um, bottled what, late 2014. So I we'll see how it there is nothing like a aged. big like like stout or porter um, with a burger. I think it goes really well with like a bacon and like barbecue burger. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Like the Memphis burger at Oakley Pub and Grill. Tina. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work oh, there. That's, that's why I'm uh, got it. What's on What's on the Memphis burger? Barbecue, uh, cheddar bacon, cheese, cheddar barbecue. Cheese. Yeah, I think I've had it. Is it? It was is our. That, it was our burger week. Um, it was the burger week burger last year. Isn't that the? Is it Jack Jack Daniel's barbecue? No. Uh, no. Sauce. No. It's not. Nope. I thought it was. That's 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 Fridays you're thinking of. <laughs> what do you want more, Mike? <laughs> it's just a regular, like homemade barbecue. We have glasses out. Why do you keep taking them? So this is nine percent. So it's. So it's the completely opposite end of the yeah. spectrum. Is there so any? Drink one of these well, is there any in between beers we should be drinking between this, or are these are last two? These are last the only beers we have. What? I brought one. Okay. The one beer that I brought that's really special we haven't opened yet. Okay. All right, so we'll Braxton and we'll, we'll Braxton it. We'll bracket it we'll, with Braxton. We'll, oh, good one. <laughs> Braxton. <laughs> Braxton. I was gonna say, what? I was gonna say Braxton. Brax- oh no, let's not get into Braxton. <laughs> right. Huh? No politics. <laughs> That is that's it's um that's and I don't Ev, what do you think of that? I mean, oh. I don't know if you guys remember what it tasted like fresh. Mm-hmm. That's always the hard part is not having a fresh one next to it when you have something mm-hmm. from the cellar. But um, it has it almost had like a like a real big punch almost to it fresh, and I think that's kind of mellowed out a little bit, and it's um it's real smooth now. 
but you still get some of that, a little bit of that bourbon still. No, it's very but nice. Not, There's a nice oak character stick with some like toffee and vanilla in there, which is really nice. Kind of gives it that nice kind of smooth. It's also a little cold yeah. right now too, so. This is like my summer beer, winter beer, like. <laughs> yeah. You know, to to go back to what you were saying about what what it is about burgers and beer uh you know there's comfort food that you seek out in the winter right and i think there's something kind of indulgent about like not just the fast food but the the, the quality you know of a, of, a, of a good burger and a beer where you're not rushed and it's not about time and it's not lunch hour uh so on and so forth and i just think it's uh like a uh, just a, a little bit of an indulgence, right? Uh-huh. To right. Uh, yeah, be able absolutely. to relax for 60, 70 minutes. My goodness, we actually take that much time out to enjoy something of quality, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I, I feel like that's like a burger is kind of like if you're just like absolutely starving. Like you're like so hungry, you haven't eaten all day. What do I want? Like the burger just has so much substantial uh, elements to it that it's, I mean, you're going to be full. Bread, it's gonna meat, fill and you cheese. Up. That's like all of the bread, food meat, pyramid, cheese, I the think, garden. Right if, if you're in the right yeah, place, the you, garden, get, you yeah. get the garden on it. Pickles, olives, or a pickle. olives. Olives. Well, Ew. Hey, yeah, you could. <laughs> I, you know, on I, some burgers, maybe. I, I'm, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure absolutely. The thing is, you can Lettuce, do so much with a burger too. You can tomato. you can do the Hawaiian burgers, or you put avocados, or something Asian spice. Like there's so much that a burger can be, and that that makes it fun. Also, when you're talking about beer, to pair it with different kinds of beer and different burgers and different flavors and stuff. Like it's. It's a blank slate for, for flavors almost, you know. And yet, it also goes well, absolutely, with a lager, a pilsner, you know. Uh, I I may get struck down by the beer gods for this one, but I'm not a huge, I will do it, I have done it, but I'm not Everybody a huge uh, guy that likes to eat, especially hamburgers for some reason, with IPAs. I think I that, that I think that the flavor of the IPA is so strong, and I don't think any of it's complimentary to the stuff that's in to the stuff that's in a burger. I, I, it takes, I think it takes a lot of planning. Now, the the fat in a burger yeah, sometimes can kind of cut through the, the hops can cut through the really fat and stuff, point. and it's fun to play with. But um, you know, like it it it's hard to have one not overpower the other. I think, and that's maybe some of the more sessionable done, or the or maybe the doubles would be a little bit more of a of a yeah i mean that's that's a very interesting point um it it's interesting too cuz if you think about a, what a burger is at its most most basic point which would be the meat of which makes up a burger um there's how many how many different places 60 we've got we, well we've got something like 60 different burgers at 66 right and i'd say mm-hmm. probably a significant amount of them use a different type of meat so mm-hmm. like i know flip daddy's mm-hmm. uses a, a mixture of three different meats to make up their burger patty mm-hmm. um, right so i, right. I, I th- the proprietary I, blend i would not go for an ipa mix or to paired with a burger but there might be the perfect combination out there it'll be fun to play with what are some of the more Oh, wait a minute. This is still... Wait a minute. I, I was going to ask him a burger question, but this is still... From the beer fridge. <laughs> <laughs> so we like out. this. We like this. Uh, we like the standpipe stout barrel age 2014 version that Gnome brought. I think it's terrific, and I would love to eat this. I would love to eat a, uh, almost any kind of burger with this, I think, would be... Something with bacon. Yeah, would be bacon, yeah, bacon. Yeah. Barbecue, barbecue sauce. Barbecue. Yeah, think, you mentioned a, barbecue. I was looking at uh, Nation with the Pitmaster. Yeah, got, or is it brisket in the burger. Ooh. Ooh. There's, oh, there's, there's the one at Gordo's that has like the jelly on it. Like the like like a, like like a, a grape. It's jelly. like a grape jelly on it. I forget what it's called. Wow, that's crazy. But it is. But it's like a jelly 
bacon, I think maybe like goat cheese and fresh greens or something. Because mm. oh. this has like a nice kind of, it's a very light smoky characteristic mm-hmm. to it that would pair with that bacon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Sammy's in Blue Ash is doing a burger with a uh, bacon oh, onion jam Sammy's. on it. Mm. Oh, really? Sammy's is so yeah, good. The jelly burger. Wow, bacon uh, onion bacon jam. Bacon onion jam on the uh, on the burger, and that's their that's their special that week. Wow, wow. wow. Let's get out to see uh, again, I'm on a diet. Tell us, tell us some of the facts and the particulars of Cincinnati Burger Week. And I know it's kind of like Pokemon; you got to uh, catch them all. You can't catch them all, but yeah, yes, well, you and, can uh, if you try hard enough. Well, you could mathematically catch them all if you're dedicated. <laughs> uh, if you've got what 66 times five, 300 and some dollars burning a hole in your pocket. Um, oh. And a doctor on call. I on just came in a, a doctor, on call. a cardiologist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, my Fitbit might explode if I drive that way. <laughs> uh, um, so uh, CincinnatiBurgerWeek.com has all the details, interactive menus, so on and so forth. Um, but uh, in short, we've got uh, 57 restaurants that have about 66 locations offering a, a $5 burger from the 18th to the 24th. Uh, our presenting sponsor is Braxton. By all means, support them and uh, pair your burger with a beer. And I think uh, most, I think most of the places that are having specials for Burger Week have one, if not two, Braxton tappings. I would be surprised. I, yeah. I think that was going to be the exception. Which, which one would you pick? I mean, which one of Braxton's? Both of you guys, all, mm-hmm. all everybody. Why don't, why don't we go around and pick the Braxton beer that we would? pair with, 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 a burger, think about this. with a burger can i invent my own burger in my head to do it i just you know and i know you don't brew it all the time and i know you don't have it all the time but the your pilsner i really loved mm. especially the black pepper one and i think that would be terrific with any with any burger, burger. that would be, just about be any fun. food yeah i mean hmm. my my pairing um let's see that's tough um my my head goes to one of the favorites that I've had locally, which I eat a lot of burgers. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm gonna I'm I'm excited to try Burger Week because there are places that I haven't been that I've been trying to get to with burgers that I've heard about that I want to try. Now it's kind of like work; you have to go. Um, yeah, exactly. Now, yeah, it's absolutely. a write off. Um, Five dollars at a time. <laughs> I so I love Geta and I love breakfast food. Oh my god. Uh, so the Cincinnati Sunrise from Flip Daddy's, from Flip Daddy's which yes. has got the egg and the getta mm-hmm. and the syrup, and that is their <laughs> no different one, sorry, different, but it's a different? breakfast themed burger. Uh, yeah. yeah, and that is that Hangover Easy. That's Hangover Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so that that particular burger had it's got getta, um, maple syrup, and an egg on it. Uh, I would I would do that with either Dead Blow or Blown Gasket. Um, Be good with Dead Blow. Yeah. Can I do two? Yeah. Okay. So uh, Washington Platform is right next to the office. Right. I'll probably be there more than once. Okay. With the, uh, like I said, the uh, the Fat Boy is the $5 burger, fried oysters, <sighs> cheddar on top of your burger. Wow. Um, pair that with the uh, uh, with the stout, I think, would be excellent. Um, another one, and I have not had this, but I look forward to it, is uh, at Redondo. Uh, what do they call it? Let me get the name right. The Taquiera Burger. Which is uh, has chorizo inside the burger, uh, along with uh, jalapenos and the rest of the fixings. And uh, my palate tends toward the the, the darker, um, but I had the summer trip when I was in last week and uh, really enjoyed it. So I would think that would be a great uh, a great pairing as well. 
Angie? Oh, gosh. I don't know. The, I, with with this one from OPG and also maybe another OPG one that you, because you do uh, serve drinks and 10 bar I and do, stuff like yeah. that, too. So, But honestly, truthfully, I haven't had very many Braxton beers. Well, or, I have or just, not been there or yet. just any of the style or <laughs> any of the style. I know. <laughs> I know. It's well, like she my, and I have been talking every Monday for like, yeah, like every Monday. You guys are closed on Mondays, yes, though, right? So, like, that's part. my thing. It's, that's my off days, Mondays, and I'm like, I want to go to Braxton, and then I can't. Um, Unless you barge in but, like I do on a Monday afternoon, when they forgot when they forgot left the front door open and they walk in, and they go, oh, "Here's this bastard." Again. <laughs> yeah, I'd say ninety nine percent of the time somebody's there. Yeah, I mean, I don't. The black and blue probably like. I think it would go good with like a lot of beers. I'm like someone when I, I eat a burger, like, like black and blue with like the storm, like sort of like it's like storm. sort of that clean like crisp like easy drinking beer because the blue cheese is so strong yeah and, the, and i mean when uh, I, the uh black and seasoning has got the spice and like strong flavors that you need something to kind of balance that actually was my choice when i so I'll help like you out. yeah like when i eat a burger anyway i want something that's like not super heavy not super like a lot of flavors because mm-hmm. i want the flavor of the burger and i just want something to wash it down with really so i like something like lighter crisper so i don't know what that would be exactly mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. storm yeah Sure, Storm. <laughs> Yay! I we need to address that she hasn't been to Braxton. That's ridiculous. I know. Uh-huh. Well, she I, just I explained I, herself. I, I feel, yeah, her only off days Monday. I, I, I failed as a father. What can I say? <laughs> well, and I it's feel like ashamed of myself. The shows over there, I've had to work anyway, and it's just like I work all the time. What can What can you do? Listen, we've got a lot more about Braxton, about uh, City Beat, about you Cincinnati beer, choice. or Cincinnati. Uh, oh yeah. Huh? You skipped, skipped my choice. We'll get to you. Uh, <laughs> Story no, go life. ahead. Well, I'm going to cheat a little bit too, so you probably should have skipped me. I'm going to go with 1957, even though it hasn't been brewed since, since last year, but it Thanks. is one of my all time favorite beers that they've done. And it's got this really cool, like, caramel kind of nuttiness to it. And I think just with the, the with with beef, I think it would go really good. I don't know. And when you guys brought when you guys brought that out, <laughs> beef burger, didn't you didn't you serve it? Didn't you pair it with uh, cracker, jack. cracker jack? Yeah, it was so, uh, okay. so again. It's some of those sweet flavors, uh, you know, if you get a burger that's got maybe like a sweet barbecue, barbecue sauce, sauce on it, or I think every production meeting I've been in for the last probably seven or eight months. Jake and Jonathan look at me and go, okay, when are we going to brew 1957 again? Uh, the deal with that particular beer was so we, coming. we, well, not necessarily. We've not, I've not agreed to it yet because when we brewed it, we said we're going to brew it once. We're going to brew it for the, the all-star game that's being hosted uh, at Great American Ballpark. Uh, we'll pair it with Cracker Jacks. It was 100% Jonathan's idea. It turned out excellent. Um, not after battling it for, you know, two months or whatever. Um, just because I couldn't wrap my head around how we were going to do it without throwing a thousand pounds of Cracker Jacks into the match. <laughs> and we found a way to do it. We used all, all malt, uh, which was cool. Um, but we, I think we probably get more requests for that particular beer than any, any other beer that's not come back. My suggestion is you wait until the Reds do something. Oh, well, then I'll like, never get it. Make the playoffs <laughs> or... You know, whatever. How about we just wait until any team does something, and then and, and then you bring it out. Twenty fifty-seven. Twenty fifty-seven. Oh wow! We've got to be careful now. This is going to degenerate into a sports show. We'll be back <laughs> with Evan and Josh and Angie and Tina and the gnome. My name is Mike Cisneros. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. <laughs> Do 
you love craft beer and playing around of golf with your friends? How about delicious barbecue and live music? If so, then we'd like to invite you to join us for the inaugural Brewers Charity Golf Classic on Monday, October 3rd at Becky Ridge Golf Club in Westchester, Ohio. The Brewers Charity Golf Classic will benefit local charities and feature some of Greater Cincinnati's top breweries. Craft Brewers will be set up on the course during tournament play and at the 19th Hole Taste Celebration featuring delicious barbecue and great live music. This is a two-man scramble, so we invite you and your golfing or drinking buddy to register online at www.brewersopen.com. If you're not a golfer, no problem. You can still come join us for the 19th Hole Taste Celebration featuring over 36 premium craft beers tasty barbecue, and live music, all for a great cause. To register your team or purchase your 19th Hole Taste Celebration ticket, visit us online for all the fabulous details. www.brewersopen.com And we want to uh, tell you, first of all, that Cincy Brewcast is proud to be a media partner of the Brewers Open and also will be providing live 18-hole coverage of the event uh, on October <laughs> Monday, October 3rd. Well, really not, but we'll, we'll you do know, something. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll, we'll definitely be there. We're definitely going to be having a show, and uh, Noam and I, are. I think we're going to play together, right? We're, we're going to play do golf something. together. Gee, I'm going to hit um, some balls. Yeah, really, um, and, and speaking of hitting balls, uh, oh, whoa, one, of their, one of their sponsors okay, has come in as uh, as Top Golf yes. over in Monroe. Yeah. It's being held at Beckett Ridge. One of their sponsors has come in as Top Golf. So part of the uh, part of the entry fee, which I think still at this point, or is, yeah, it goes yeah, up. It, it August goes up to August first. It goes up to one hundred and hundred and a quarter. Right now, it's it's ninety five dollars, and for that. $95 in addition to everything else, you get to go over to Top Golf and hit a bucket of balls before you go to uh, before you go to the uh, Beckett Ridge Country Club to tee it up so you get to go over Top Golf warm up and all that kind of stuff. So, it's really really an exciting You're benefiting pro kids, uh, advocates uh, for homeless children and for orphan children uh, here in Hamilton County. Well, not here in Hamilton County because we're in Claremont County, but throughout the uh, southwestern Ohio area. So, it's a terrific event. And uh, don't forget to register at thebrewersopen.com. I had a stroke a week ago Friday. <laughs> they said. They, they said. They said. They Where do we go from that? <laughs> they said that it affected. It, it it was very small, and it affected relatively <laughs> insignificant <laughs> portions of my brain. Uh, Aren't they all insignificant? So I want to just real quick tell everybody out there that's listening and that can hear my voice uh, to uh, remember FAST, FAST. It's an easy way to remember the sudden signs of stroke. When you can stop the sign, when you can spot the signs, you'll know that you need to call 911 for help right away. FAST is face drooping because one side of the face drooper is at numb. Ask the person to smile. Is the person smile uneven? A, arm weakness, one arm weak or numb. Ask the person to raise both arms. Does one arm drift downward? S, speech difficulty, is speech slurred like mine? Is the person unable to speak or hard to understand? Ask the person to repeat a simple sentence like the sky is blue. Is the sentence repeated correctly? And T, time to call 911. If somebody shows any of these symptoms, even if the symptoms go away, call 911 and get the person to the hospital immediately. Check the time so you'll know when the first symptoms appeared. And do not forget to call 911 if somebody complains of stroke symptoms because... Uh, it can really be the difference between lime and death, life and death. Lime and, lime and death. <laughs> and now, uh, uh, beyond the fast, here's some other symptoms. These are the ones I had. 
Sudden numbness or weakness in the face, arm, or leg, especially one side of the body. I could not feel the left side of my face. Uh, sudden confusion, trouble speaking or understanding speech. That wasn't too bad. Sudden trouble well, seeing. Well, you're always confused. Sub- so. Sudden <laughs> trouble seeing in one or both eyes. I had my eyes were. You, he's there. looking. You're looking at them funny. But believe no, me, no, no, I no. put up with this crap all the time for these two. Sudden trouble, walking, dizziness, loss of balance or coordination. I didn't have that so much, but then sudden severe headache with no known cause. It was, it was a splitting headache. So if someone shows any of these symptoms, immediately call 911 or emergency medical services. And those are the uh, FAST and other symptoms uh, brought to you by the American Stroke Association, AmericanStroke.org. So Today on a very special brewcast. So thank you very much. I wanted to say that real quickly. And we are now back with our Cincinnati Burger Week edition, joined by Josh Shuler of City Beat. Evan Rouse of Braxton Brewing. <laughs> Angie Cisneros from Oakley Pub and Grill. Yay! Yeah. The queen of Cincinnati craft beer commentary, Tina Cisneros, and of course from the gnarlygnome.com, <laughs> the gnarly gnome. Absolutely. My name is Mike Cisneros. Thanks for joining us again on a Cincy Brewcast. Um, what, what, how did, you, you know, I don't know if you know, I don't know if you know, how did you guys get together? How did, what was the, uh, or is that happened in a different part so of the brewery? The, it, par- it happens in a different part of the brewery, but, and I can, I can be totally wrong here, but from what I remember is we were introduced to City Beat by a good friend of ours, Bob Dames at Bob Flip Dames, Daddy's. Yep. Uh, he put us in touch uh, and said, hey, they're looking for a sponsor. Uh, last year it was Person X. Uh, would you guys be interested? And that's kind of where it, where it started. Yeah, no, that's that, that's absolutely right. And, and kind of from my seat, but, uh, same as Evan. I don't know that I was directly involved in the initial conversation, but Bob uh, definitely introduced us. Um, and, we, and just we did have quote unquote person X a year ago, <laughs> um, but uh, we're thrilled to have uh, Braxton, you know, this year and be working with a local partner. And, and just by way of explanation, Bob Dames was supposed to join us tonight, had a change in the schedule, and had to cancel at the last minute. But uh, we, uh, we, and I would have loved to met him because there, Flip Daddies is almost a whole other show i mean you can actually almost do a whole other show about those guys and about you know one of my favorite things about i don't know if if you've been to the one down in newtown marymont i don't know if you have but he has and he may have these in all the restaurants i think the newtown one's the only one i've been in but he has a wall of of underdogs and you know he's got all these all these uh amazed guy underdog himself he's got people like um sylvester stallone and uh, the, the favorite one, the favorite picture that he's got there is Dave Waddle. I remember Dave, or, or uh, not Bill Waddle, Bill Waddle. Tom he Waddle? was the, uh, no, no, Bill Waddle. He was the uh, Olympic 1500 meter gold medalist in 1976 in the 1500 meter track race. And he came out of, no, he came out of nowhere. He, he, he was, he was literally an underdog picked maybe third to be fourth or fifth or sixth in the race. And he ended up being the gold medalist. And that to me is one of the coolest rule on gardeners on the wall. Uh, all, all sorts of just, you know, all just sorts of, of and, not, and not just athletes either, but famous entertainers and things like that. So I think Andrew Dice Clay is up there and, you know, two or three other really cool. So, and that's kind of what I think part of his story is, is, no one thought he would be able to do 
you know, would be able to put together something like Flip Daddies and make it into a business and, and do it, you know, especially building it on just burgers as it and craft beer, which was, you know, when he started out even five years ago was really in its infancy in this town, you know? And I met I met him, um, man, two... It was, it was right, he opened the Union location, which would have been his third store, uh, and I met him right around which that sits time. right at the base of braxton drive that is probably where ooh, i don't know 90 percent of all braxton ideas came together were formulated <laughs> were written on paper and moved along i mean we had meetings there we had just my dad my brother and i would sit down there and we would just just strategize and just brain dump on paper and try to put everything together because it was i mean it was the most it was really convenient it's right down the street you've got i think he has 36 beers on tap there uh, and, and a great menu of, of burgers. I would say... And there was only 11 in your garage. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say that along with a, a few other places, uh, Dilly Deli comes to mind, uh, you know, uh, perhaps some of the Cock and Bowl, you know, Cock and Bowl maybe, uh, Nicholson's, and then there was Flip Daddy's where you could really get a wide range, a wide selection of craft beer on tap from all around, you know, from all around the country. And that's one of the places where I tried some of the first, you know, I think I had my first Great, great Divide beer there. I think I had my first uh, um, uh, Oscar Blues beer there. I mean, there, there was a number of beers that I had there for the first time. So, um, so we miss we miss Bob tonight, but we got these two other guys now. And the girl. And, 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 and the, and We're the subbing girl. it. It's okay. I just had a stroke, you know. Just, you know <laughs> um, I think it actually improved things. Do you? Yeah, do you? So. Yeah, am I doing better tonight yeah, than I usually better. do? Yeah. yeah, thank you very much. Um, no problem. That's As I said before, I'm going to take a short break and we'll be right back on Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hi fans, I'm going to tell you about the new apparel supplier to Cincy Brewcast, Pastura Screen Print. Mario Pastura has built his family business with the craft beer movement in mind. They've done custom items for Old Firehouse, Listerman, and many more. Screen printing to embroidery, Pastura Screen Print has the answers for your custom apparel and marketing needs. Contact Mario or any of the pros at Pastura Screen Print at 513-550-2271 by email at pasturascreenprint at gmail.com and coming soon at www.pasturascreenprint.com. The craft of custom apparel is Pastura Screen Print. Hi, this is Danny Gold from Quaffillers in Greater Cincinnati. Hi, this is Brandon Hughes from Nine Giant Brewing in Pea Ridge. Hey, hi, this is Peanut from Eight Ball Brewing in Bellevue slash Newport. I'm Eric Bauman from Christian Moreland Brewing Company in Cincinnati, Ohio. Hi, this is Mitchell Doherty from Eight Ball Brewing in Northern Kentucky, Newport slash Bellevue. Hey, this is Mike Albaroff from Nine Giant Brewing in Pleasant Ridge. Hi, this is Mike Dewey from Mount Carmel Brewing Company in Mount Carmel, Ohio. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. And once again, we'd like to remind everybody we're brought to you by Brewer's Buddy, your best friend in brewing. Brewer's Buddy is the latest home brewing system on the market. A pat- patent-pending, gravity-fed, 
<laughs> a patent-pending, <laughs> gravity-fed beer home brewing platform, and it's easy to own for anyone who loves the craft of brewing beer. It's affordable, versatile, durable, and safe. You can follow them on Brewers at Brewers Buddy on Twitter, Instagram, and find out more about them at www.brewersbuddy.com. They will be taking pre-orders starting August 1st. Brewers Buddy, your best friend in home brewing. And, you know, uh, thanks- on the plus side, anytime you flub a line or mess up somebody's name or something, you can just follow it up with hashtag stroke. And everybody <laughs> has to just be like, oh, it's okay. You know? Oh, right. <laughs> he had a stroke. Yeah. Well, it's going to start making me mad, though, and that's the worst thing. <laughs> Tina Cisneros with, uh, oh, wait a minute. I think, do we still have, uh, no, we don't have it. We don't, have, we don't have the we, burger don't think sound we have, clip anymore? We don't have beer Sorry. school anymore. Uh, oh. But anyway, uh, you have some. It's not so much school. It's just some facts. Just some little you have quick some fun burger facts. facts so both of my segments, uh, beer school and lightning round, have taken on the burger edition. Um, this week. So, um, we have some facts about burgers. The world's most expensive burger was $5,000. Um, I think that it includes foie gras, caviar, um, all the sort of like, like gold leaf. Yeah. Gold leaf. And I don't know if that sounds appealing (laughs) at all. Um, but yeah. Uh, so what kind of beer would you pair with? What what kind of beer would you pair with a $5,000 burger? Bud Light. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> just, just for that's just all you could afford you gotta save money somewhere yeah. I guess. Uh, okay here it is um, glass of tears <laughs> excuse me um, it was at the Fleur restaurant in Las Vegas in 2013 and it was made of black truffles truffles foie gras and Kobe beef served with a 1990 Chateau Petrus bottle Oh well, wow. so, so you get the wine to go with. Yeah, yeah. so you get. Um, the biggest burger in the world was two thousand and fourteen pounds. Um, it was made in 2012 at the Black Bear Casino and Resort. Um, so that's the world record. Well, these the casinos are really interested in burger. doing uh, big burgers as a uh, as a uh, uh, promotion. I guess. How right? many burgers, if you had to guess, do Americans consume each year? I'd like say Americans, like average, like me, or like like all of America, like the whole of America. Like, how many burgers do we have? Oh, do we have? Do we per, eat like per that's got to yeah. be in the uh, probably how many? Probably, it's in the billions for sure. Probably right, twenty billion or so. How many people live in the United States? Do we know that that no. number? Oh, yeah. four point six. No, that's how many people no, are in the world. Like, well, there's there's about three hundred fifty million. Three hundred fifty yeah, million. Yeah, three hundred fifty million, yeah, 350 million uh, Americans. So three hundred fifty. I'd say a bi- I'd say easily yeah, a billion. billion. Oh, I'll say three billion. That's yeah. Fifty billion. Wow. Holy shit! <laughs> fifty billion, sir. Yeah, because I mean, if you wow. go by the like three hundred fifty million, that's assuming that everyone eats one burger a year. I yeah. eat like a hundred burgers. Yeah, a year. That's true. <laughs> if not more. Run through McDonald's. Oh, I'll take a uh, yeah. two double cheeseburger. Right. Does yeah. It double count as one burger or four? I don't know. That's one. That's, <laughs> that's the, the important questions. Um. Hamburgers and cheeseburgers account for 71% of beef served in American eateries. So, uh, yeah, like just 29 for the steaks and whatnot. And then the last one, we had to throw a fast food one in there. Um, the, actually, I don't think this is a fact that a lot of people will, would want to know. But um, the double Whopper at Burger King is 923 calories, well, that's... meaning you would have to run nine miles to burn it off. <laughs> That's a lot of Pokemon chasing. That's a lot of Pokemon. That a lot of Pokemon <laughs> Probably chasing. catch a 
Pikachu in there somewhere. Yeah, for sure. So <laughs> there are your burger like facts. That's a lot of Pokemon. I have like nine eggs. <laughs> Pokemon. There are your burger facts. Right in front of me is the Mad Tree it's, it's Gin a, Barrel it's Aged a side, June. Side beer. This is delicious. Side beer. That's a good beer. Oh, man. I and remember when it you know. first came out, not last year, but the year before it came out sort of as Salazar. Um, because it was they made it in collaboration with Jose Salazar, and I had eleven of them in one day. Sounds about right. I was so hammered; it was yeah. <laughs> out- outrageous. So but it was just so, so good I couldn't stop. Brought this to pour for Evan just to maybe to get his brain. Oh, it's just for Evan. This is not for me. Delicious. I, I love this beer, and then the um, the Gin Bunny from Moreline. I was a big fan of that, so I don't know if maybe. Do you know the Do you know the history of Gin I, Bunny? I know a little bit of the okay. history. That's why I brought this for you. <laughs> I don't. I don't. What is it? This is a craft beer podcast. Let's hear it. So Gin Bunny. Uh, Gin Bunny comes from um, a good friend of mine, uh, Mike Ryskowski, who won a homebrewing competition uh, that was the Moorline Cup that was put on by the Northern Kentucky Homebrewers Guild, uh, which I was highly associated with before practice started. I still stay involved as much as I can. Um, but Mike actually helps out on the brewing team. Uh, he, he gets pulled in. He helps uh, test batch things, pilot brew things, uh, recipe development. Uh, for you call, guys. Yeah, for us. So call him an innovation brewer. He is what we like to call the hop whisperer. So he finds, <laughs> he finds these crazy combination of hops that you would never think to combine, and it makes this crazy bouquet, floral, citrus, whatever aroma you're looking for, whatever he's trying to decide. Um, so we had this beer called Gin Bunny, um, and it uh, it <laughs> it was uh, it's an amazing beer. Um, I'm trying to think which one it was. Um, which which variant did they do? Do you know? I I, I don't remember. Um, so so he had uh, he 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 Let's did. See if I can figure it out. Yeah, go, do a quick Google search. But he did uh, he did quite a few different variants of it, and he did. He's he's been known to do a lot of different things, but he did a and I don't know if this is that one, but he did a uh, I believe it was a Chardonnay barrel aged saison um, on the homebrewing level. So what he did is he took some French oak cubes, he aged them in Chardonnay, and then he pitched them into a saison and let it age. Um, it's a pale ale. The okay, so so he used um, he citrus, w- Simcoe, Amarillo, and juniper berries in a pale ale. Yeah, that one. He he experimented a lot with different types of of barrels and so like the juniper berries being the gin theme, right? Um, and he would just he would play with this stuff in his garage and and come up with something like that. That's, and that's I'm amazing. pretty sure that beer won like 30 medals. In it was amazing. It was uh, um, so. I mean, it's he does a great job. And and it was only like I've got 5.8 percent written down, so it wasn't like a like a big giant beer that knocks you on your ass either. Like you could sit there and, and drink a few of them. It was like a, a gin and tonic without, you know, without like so a, much of the, gin, without right. so much of the gin kick. Man, that sounds awesome. This is a fantastic beer, by the way. Mad tree does it again. What can you say? I mean, they just keep, they continue to, they always, they continue to, uh, turn out the liquid. Don't they? they? They do a great job. I love those guys. Did you get to try any of their Levanto series? Yes. Oh, I got the, um, uh, I love the dead flowers. I mean, I thought the dead flowers was by by and far the best, the best. And I like that. I I was surprised how much I I like the chamomile. chamomile. Yeah, I was really surprised how much I like that one. But I thought the dead flowers was the winner overall. It was just fantastic. I mean, gosh, can't wait for that. Uh, uh, Sherry cherry is the best, right? That's what it's called, right? 
Sherry Sh- Cherry Raspberry. Sherry Cherry Raspberry. That's the best one. That's the one you like the best. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. I didn't <laughs> no, like. No, I didn't, she no, has not spoken. Not the one I like the best. The one <laughs> that's the best. Spoken. So you're wrong. I didn't. I, I didn't think that uh. one was the best one. But you know, who am I to say? I don't. <laughs> they know. were. They were all delicious. Huh? Yeah. yeah. They were all good in their in in their own way. But I preferred. Uh, you liked that one. I I remember how much when we went to the thing over at Liberty's. How much you mm-hmm. said you liked that one. I thought. I, I didn't get to try near so all so of them. I think I only got like three of I them. I missed maybe. the peach one, and that was probably the one I was most excited to try, but I missed it. But it's not gone forever. So, What else is going on over there? You know, we always try to ply you for information. We stick a bare, we stick a bare <laughs> light bulb over your face, two inches from your face, and so, say, what are you doing now, Evan? <laughs> that's, we why, have that's why probably you Jake, talk. Jonathan, are recording this and watching it live. Yeah, yeah, because sometimes uh, he accidentally says things he should They're watching things, I'll get texts like you should Well, look, that. let's, let's well, start with something that you can talk about, which knocked everybody on their ass a couple of weeks ago and that's the red white uh, blue blanc et, et rouge saison <laughs> which if i recall was first hinted at on our show yes yeah. um i don't know if it was supposed to be but it was it was it was <laughs> Uh, no, it probably wasn't supposed to be, but I did hint at it. Uh, that was a fun project, uh, especially for the entire team. Um, so we had taken, we had brewed level, just a just a nice saison, um, and we really wanted to play around with it. Um, and this was this was earlier on, and we just started barrel aging things. We wanted to experiment with different types of barrels, so we had ordered a couple of wine barrels. Um, Jake had reached out to Elk Creek. Uh, down there in Owensboro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, got two white wine barrels, two red wine barrels. Uh, that was the Vital Blanc and the, um, uh, what's the, the, the red Cabernet Sauve. Mm-hmm. Um, and we filled them. And we filled them and we put them away. We let them sit. Um, you didn't put them away. You put them right in front of our face. We had to stare <laughs> yeah. at them every they were, time they went to the tower. <laughs> And they sat there. Until uh, one day I came in and they weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd they go? No, they, they sat there for a while, a little over a year. And uh, as we were approaching uh, the time before we were bottling it, we were trying it. Um, and we would try everything on a monthly basis until it picked up so much character that we really wanted to dial in. We we don't go for barrel aging and say, this is aged for three years in this barrel. We go for barrel aging to when we think it's its absolute best. When does that happen? It's just a, just a taste. It's a taste just, you taste it. You so we went. Oh, absolutely. We went. Month, what, is, there, makes, is there an what argument makes you there? Stop? Notes. Lots of notes. Yeah. Is, well, it's, I yeah. mean, depending on how long it goes, right? Because the reason the beer is changing is not only is it's it's aging in this barrel that once aged a spirit or a wine or a, a bourbon, um, you've got a lot of not a lot, but you've got oxygen uptake as well, right? So if you've got too much oxygen uptake into that product. The beer is actually going to go down a lot, uh, downhill a lot faster uh, than you intend it to. So we do monthly tastings, and then as soon as we have a beer, and every time we taste, we take notes, lots of notes, and there's probably three or four or five of us. And as soon as we all agree that this beer is getting better, 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 we'll start tasting it more frequently. Uh, so monthly turns into uh, twice a week or once a week or once every other week. Um, and this beer, what happened is we – we kept trying it. Everybody kind of went out of town for a little bit. We came back. We tried it again. We're like, holy cow, this is amazing. Now we got to figure out what to do with it, right? Because we had white wine barrel age. We had red wine barrel age. We had no plan outside of, this is a really good beer. This was a fun project. <laughs> um, and this is where Johnny, genius marketing uh, 
uh, head of marketing for Braxton comes in and goes, guys, this is a, this is, here's, here's my thoughts because we had no plans, right? Like had, had we not had him, we would have just taken this beer, put it in kegs, maybe some bottles and here you go. Uh, he goes, okay, we're coming right along 4th of July. Let's do a red, white, and blue variant. We've got white wine barrels. We've got red wine barrels. What could we do for blue? And then we're like blueberries. Uh, so we blended uh, red and white wine barrel together and we added blueberries to it and we let it sit. And that's where that one developed, uh, that, that beautiful aroma and that great, great flavor. Uh, so for me, my favorite was was uh, the Rouge, um, and Blue was followed right behind it. That's if you're tasting them all three side by side, um, which I would understand why you would do that. Uh, it's the same base beer, uh, aged in all the same barrels. Um, but they're all so uniquely different to compare cool. them one to one to one is a little bit harsh uh, yeah, and harsh might not be the right three word. Different unfair, beers almost. Maybe if, unfair kind if of. you if you drink that white wine barrel aged saison totally by itself it will knock your socks off i was impressed when i drank it by itself uh because i i would compare it i would always compare it to the red i would right. always compare it to the blue and i'm like this is good but it's just not as good as these two uh but if you were to drink it by itself it's got a totally different profile to it which is really really impressive Again, it's just, and my favorite part is, guys brew the beer, and then they really don't have any idea what they want to do with it. Look what we did. And you know what? That's that's the difference between craft brewing and big brewing. Big brewing, it doesn't go anywhere unless it's been market tested, marketed, marketed to within an inch of its life. They know what target they're going at they know what people they're trying to get to drink it they know what it, you guys you brew it and then you come up with the idea they, and and, and, that, and that's, four barrels like four barrels were just sitting and that was it like that's right, that's right, just that like it. okay we'll just we'll do this you right, know like right. it, that you wouldn't see that at a you know a, 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 a big brewery you know you, they're not going to do just four random barrels or something just and because like said, they want to try it wasn't focus group to death and died in r&d right right so, right it's a great idea that that's when you know, that's found when a solution business and marketing people let their brewers have their fun like we had, we had have, and don't get me wrong they got those guys are awesome at what they do they 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 are great but that project never would have happened had it not been this let's just try it Right, and right. that's a conversation that happens right. over a beer at the bar. Like, okay, we have right. we have this beer; it's in the fermenter now. We're going to keg it. We're going to put it on draft. But you know, the market's not going to realize if we only put you know fourteen barrels out instead of eighteen or twenty barrels out. We can take the remainder of the volume and put it into wine barrels and forget about it. Uh, and that gives us a lot of opportunity to do a lot of fun stuff. Um, and that's got- another part of craft craft brewing you do not have to take your entire output and put it out for, for sale you know as what it is you can you can hold like you said you can hold some back and treat it differently do different things with it and turning it turn it into another just a completely different experience which is i think it's that's terrific we did that with uh so we brewed level again it's kind of saison saisony season uh and jake was at bell's um, and they had a lavender saison on that he fell in love with, so he wanted us to brew a lavender saison. So we took the first, uh, I don't know, it was like five or six or so barrels, and we went up to Churchill Fine Teas and Finley and bought a couple pounds of lavender and threw it in a tank and let it sit. Um, and it turned out great. 
Um, I still think we're going to rebrew it to get uh, maybe maybe fill some more barrels. We'll see what happens. Excellent, excellent. Excellent. Listen, uh, great stuff going on at Braxton right now. Anything else you there's, care to? I've heard a rumor of something else that's sitting in my cooler. There, there is a, <laughs> another crowler I brought that's sitting in this cooler. Um, it is a fun project that we decided we were going to start doing. Um, and when you guys do fun projects, <laughs> the, the beer drinker of Cincinnati we, we all benefits. benefits. Yeah. This has not been announced nor released yet. Uh, I believe the release date is this coming Friday. I don't have my timpani drums. So, but. <laughs> it, uh, it is called Beta. It is an experimental IPA program. Um, and if you think back to when Braxton started, it was the blend of technology and tradition. It was the, the old school garage with new school technology. Uh, so if you think about technology and how they release things, I always do a beta test and a beta launch right, and they right. let beta users. Uh, so the idea was that we have crankshaft. We love crankshaft. I love crankshaft. Um, but we wanted to experimental. People love IPAs. People love hoppy beers. We wanted to play around with all the different techniques of brewing and different hop profiles and different characteristics to produce a fun IPA. Um, so I'm not allowed to say much, but what I can say is that the brewing team really gets kind of free reign on this, and then we let Johnny and Jake kind of take the rest. Uh, but what I have is beta 1.0 or beta 001, um, and we'll see where it goes from there. That's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, we'll open that sucker, and uh, we'll come back, and we'll talk a little bit more. We'll also uh, let Josh jump in and talk about the, uh, the the facts of Cincinnati Burger Week and some more stuff that's coming down the line from uh, City Beat Magazine uh, here on Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. <laughs> Hey, it's Mike, and I just wanted to remind everybody that you can follow Cincy Brewcast on all your favorite social media platforms like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Vine at Cincy Brewcast. Plus, don't forget to download your choice of podcast app and follow us on your favorite podcast services like SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and Spreaker at Cincy Brewcast. Plus, we are live and interactive worldwide on Periscope TV for Apple and Android. Follow us at Cincy Brewcast. And be sure to check our social media platforms for live show dates and times. Plus, be on the lookout for show video and the new Cincy Brewcast YouTube channel. You can also leave us a Google Voice message at area code 513-601-8785. If we like it, we just might use it on the program. And last but certainly not least, you can send an email to cincybrewcast at gmail.com or utilize the Contact Us page at www.cincybrewcast.com. Get interactive with Cincy Brewcast. This is Steve Shaw. This is Eric Bosler. Hi, my name is Gamal Nagy. Hey, y'all. This is Sean Willingham. This is Brett Coleman-Baker. Hi, I'm Scott LaFollette. Hi, this is Evan Rouse. Cellar Dweller Craft Beers. Darkness Brewing. Rivertown Brewing Company. Admissible Brew Works. Urban Artifact Brewing. Blank Slate Brewing. Braxton Brewing Company in Covington, Kentucky. In Cincinnati. In Northside. In Hamilton, Ohio. Bellevue, Kentucky. Mar, Ohio. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast. Cincy Brewcast. And you're listening to Cincy Brewcast. The voice. The voice. The voice of Cincy Craft. <laughs> Back here on Cincy Brewcast, and we are, as we speak, pouring and getting ready to take a delicious sip. It smells of amazing. The, this is the 
grand opening. The first, I don't know why I'm talking like Jim Nance doing <laughs> golf, but the I guess because this is kind of a secret. I mean, it's kind of like we're you know we're getting. And and like as Evan's Braxton get in trouble. as Braxton has done, <laughs> I always right. get in trouble. Evan, are you allowed? To? I always get in trouble <laughs> when I leave these things. For us are you allowed to bring this? To bring why. us some of the first pressings, if you will, right out of the right out of the bright tank from Braxton. We really appreciate it. And this is the beta. Absolutely. Right? So what was fun about this one is, like I said, it, it it's kind of free reign for us. Um, we always like to talk about multiplicity and a number of different styles. When we first first launched, it was we want twenty. We have twenty taps. So we want twenty oh. different beers on tap, um, and and now we get to start playing around with some stuff. So we we love IPAs. The public loves IPAs. We want to play around in that field. We've got so many different fun hops on contract that um, it was time to purchase all of our hops or start paying storage fees. Um, and we're kind of like, okay, let's start playing around with it. Uh, so this time I just I sent uh, I sent my team an email. I said, guys, you've got free reign over this 20 barrel fermenter. Here's kind of the idea or the premise that we want to do with it. Uh, experimental IPA program. So it's the first time ever at Braxton that we have done what's called a single infusion mash. Uh, we've never single infusion mashed before. Uh, we always do step mashing or decoction mashing, um, all types of different fun stuff. Uh, so single infusion mash. So you're you're bringing your your grist, your malted or your crushed malted barley into your mash uh, mixer at one temperature, letting it do a sack uh, a sack rest uh, to convert the starch to a sugar. Um, and we do we do a lot of different stuff. But so they they chose that. They chose the base recipe uh, and they chose the hop profile as well. Um, which there are three hops. Uh, the the dominant hop is mosaic. So this is different than trophy, not just because it's an IPA versus a pale ale, but this is, it, it can be a whole different idea. Every time it's brewed is that kind of the, Absolutely. it's just an IPA. Yep. So you could have the, the Belgian IPA or you could have the, you know, the, the big, massively american hopped you know you might have a decocted ip i have no idea right. what they're going to come up with next um and and that's kind of where the name came from it's so for everybody it, that said that that braxton doesn't have enough of hops um i think this kind of does do people say that i, I wasn't i wasn't aware I mean, of I, that. you know i don't want to say that, Maybe that people, people say that but you know there it, it, we we live in like this weird IPA centric craft community right now where everybody's still running around trying to grab their IPAs. And I think that was at times a, a weak point at, at Braxton. I, I hate saying it that way. No, but no it, it, trust me, I'm, I'm very well aware and I stay up to date with kind of as much as I can of what people are saying. And, and I mean, that, that's important to us, right? Like we want to hear consumer feedback. We want to react and we want this, to, this fills a, a void in, in, in what they do on a regular basis, I guess. Every time I put my nose inside this little uh, flight snifter, I just get a different, I get a different smell. I get a tangerine, I get a mango, I get a lemon, I get a, it's just, it's just, 
intense. It's just wild. We were so when we were testing it during fermentation. I get pepper, even I get black pepper. I, I get, get the pepper. Yeah, too. I mean, when we were testing it during fermentation, we were taking our samples and, and doing what we would typically do. And at that point in time, the yeast was fully suspended, so it was pouring like mud out of the tank. But it smelt like pure grapefruit juice. Uh, it's just amazing to see how the hops evolve throughout the entire process. So like two days in, we'd pull a gravity sample and that's what it would smell like. But now you've got this final product that has a totally different aroma. It's got the grapefruit, it's got the citrus, it's got the lemon zest, it's got just a little bit of everything. Uh, and the, I think the three hops that we used in this beer really, really, really came together uh, to give this such a unique kind of bouquet aroma. Well, and it, it's definitely, you know, it's not, it's not a big double IPA. It's not shop talk. It's... It's definitely you know a, an IPA. It's it's nice. It's balanced. It's easy drinking. It's um, what's what's ABV on it? Uh, the the seven percent ABV, seventy IBUs. So it sits right in that that nice sweet spot where, um, it's it's an American IPA. Mrs. Cisneros approves. She likes the fact that it doesn't have the the heavy hoppy uh, aftertaste yeah. uh, back end, of the, which is a hallmark of many IPAs, not so much of the doubles. And though while this is not a double, this has that quality that she prefers in her IPAs that where it does not have the heavy hop finish that, uh, that Ling- lingering so, bitterness. That's so many, yeah. uh, you know, so many, so many people that like the style like about it. I mean, including me. I mean, I like, I like that in a lot of, in a lot of the IPAs that I drink, if it doesn't have that, I'm like, what's, what's wrong with this thing? But this is, you you guys never seem to go wrong. It was uh, it was a fun project. I can't I can't wait uh, uh, to see what we do with the next one. Um, this one I I was getting ready to leave the country, uh, so I just said you guys. He <laughs> couldn't take not having you out. <laughs> I said guys, you like here here's my thoughts. Here are the hops we have. I want you guys to to work together and design this recipe, and that's exactly what they did. Um, malt wise, it's I think it ended up being like ninety five or ninety six percent base malt. Uh-huh. Flaked oats and crystal fifteen, uh, so it's kind of an odd uh, IPA recipe, but it uh, it all kind of comes together to give you this kind of very. It's a it's a nice vehicle for hop delivery. It's, <laughs> well, it, it does it, it it definitely reminds me of like a crankshaft kind of beer. Like it's 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 not an IPA to like to um to. I don't know, flaunt IPA, I guess. Like, it's just really good and drinkable and like it. Um. Well, you know, I love the trophy beer so much. Every one that I've had, every every variety you guys have come out with, it's just not good for a guy that's had a stroke because I want to just go one right after the other, right after the other. I mean, that's, I how, cure that's how good and drinkable it is. And I think that's what you've done. I just heard it somewhere. I'm not claiming it. I'm not a doctor. I'm just trying to be serious here for I a second. I just keep looking around the table looking for permission to laugh. Every time. You can laugh. Every time somebody says something, I'm it's going, these, who else? These two, who else? Uh, believe me. If I'm not family. Um, I'm not a co-host. Yeah. Talk, talk about trophy. You got another this one is, coming out Friday as well. This it's, is one that's going to be just like that, that people are going to want to get it down their neck, plain and simple, to drink it because it's so enjoyable. It's so delicious. I mean, that's the first thing. It's just really drinkable and delicious. It's 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 almost like the, it's almost like the, the uh, and I hate it's almost like the perfect IPA, and I I, I don't want to put it out there that it's it's better than any other IPA, but it's it's just 
it sits right in that style so good to me. No, I, I'll I'll vocally say that you know IPAs I kind of shy away from, kind of because of the IPA arms race, right? Right. Um, right and right. it's not where my palate lives, but you know, with a, a less sophisticated palate than probably everybody well, at this not table. Me. I, I don't know. I you mean, know, I'll say that, 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 you know, I, I can not only say that, that that it's enjoyable, but I'm actually getting those additional notes. It's not hopped out, right. I guess, as I make air quotes that. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I agree. It's what they like to say is approachable. It's mm, more approachable yeah. than you know some of your hop bombs that come down the line, and 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 and, and you just pulled you just pulled the pulled the car right into that little sweet little parking spot once again that you guys always seem to be able to do and it's well, just thank you. It's, it's just it's just amazing it's so really real fruity and just i mean it's good let's let's and so that's that's the brass portion of our show we've got a little <laughs> bit of time left and congratulations on everything you guys do we love it you know you've always got a friend here anything you guys ever want to do and we appreciate you bringing the I guess we're some of the first people other than your folks to even try this beer. Comes comes you said comes online Friday? Yes. Okay. So we're some of the first people in town to get to try I don't this. Think the, the entire we, Braxton team has not tried this beer. We, we feel we <laughs> I don't even think our tap room staff knows. We it's we feel incredibly privileged to be able to bring this to you. Go down this Friday, Braxton, get it down your neck and and you will not be sorry. You'll absolutely love this. Uh Cincinnati is should be proud to have a brewer like Braxton that will come out with innovative stuff like this, uh, the Beta IPA. Well, speaking of trophy, too, is the new trophy out yet? Not yet. What it, is the uh, date on that? Do we know? You will know tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> are we are we talking about what the hop is yet, or is that? I guess that hasn't been released either. No, see, it hasn't. See, I get in these, I get in these situations so, where, here, where, see, I, I'm not necessarily coming here to divulge a bunch of information. Technically, our show doesn't be. post until tomorrow. Here's the, <laughs> here's the cool thing. On Tuesday or after Tuesday, check. Uh, actually, what you should be doing is you should be on the Braxton mailing list. Tell absolutely. us about that real quick. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can go to braxtonbrewing.com. Um, make sure you click yes. Well, actually, make sure you're 21 if you go there. Then click yes. If you click no, it takes you to a really funny website. Uh, if you click yes, you'll get in. Uh, sign up for our email. Uh, it'll it'll keep you in. Um, you can get all of our emails. We we do all of our blog postings. We do the co-founders Friday note. So uh, Jake, uh, the CEO, uh, myself, the head brewer. Uh, Richard, the brewmaster, or uh, my dad, the COO, will write a note and just kind of give you an update or on the overall business of what we did that week, etc. Um, and we send out fun updates like bottle releases or uh, new beer releases, that kind of stuff, just to kind of keep you in the loop of what's going on in the world of Braxton. And you will find the new the new stuff. You guys announce the stuff; it comes out. You, you announce it to the you announce it to the world. Uh, pretty much. Uh, and it, it's, it'll be on the website, right? Website, and, yeah. uh, email, Facebook, Twitter, at uh, Braxton Brew Co. on Instagram, Twitter, Braxton Brewing Company on Facebook. If you're not following Braxton Brewing Company on social media, you are not a bona fide Cincinnati beer drinker. You're just not. I follow them on everything. I yeah. I still can't figure out Snapchat, but I follow them. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> so I follow. I have no God, idea how to do it. <laughs> I downloaded Snapchat because Braxton had a Snapchat, and I have no idea how to use it. And I get made fun of daily because yeah, people at too. Braxton know how to use it, and I don't. <laughs> yeah. so, so go to there, and 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 you'll you'll that stuff will all be t- 
tomorrow then. It'll all be posted it'll, tomorrow. It'll, it'll, tomorrow. Ish. Ish. Tomorrow <laughs> or maybe Wednesday. But, but you know, you can learn just along with it, with everybody else in the city about what's going on with the new trophy, what hop, when it's going to be dropped, when it's going to be on. And so, and, and, and if you haven't been down there, Angie Cisneros to Braxton Brewing Company, you got to get down there. You got to just run down some afternoon. Uh, again, the hours. Uh, so we are closed on Mondays, which um, it's the one day we get to reset, but we're we're looking into that. Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we are open from 8 a.m. until 10 p.m. Friday, 8 a.m. until 1 a.m. Saturday, Ish. noon until 1 a.m. <laughs> Sunday, uh, noon until Sunday's 8 a great day I'll, to go. I'll see you guys uh, at uh, Tuesday at 8 a.m. Before I go to work, how about that? Coffee. 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 Yeah, that sounds good. Josh Schuler from Cincy, uh, from, they, from City. Will B. they pour a dead blow in a coffee cup for me? I'm <laughs> sure. I'm Just sure, out of curiosity, sure not not that I'm suggesting anything, but <laughs> if you need that, I'm sure they'll help you out, man. Josh Schuler from City Beat uh, again. Talk to us again real quick about what's going on with uh, with with the Cincinnati Burger Week, and then tell us some some other stuff that might be coming up uh, with uh, with with City Beat and what you guys have going on. And every you know, I think everybody in town knows it. I think everybody in town's seen it. Everybody in town's grabbed a copy of it. But but you know, just where you can, where you can get it, and 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 of course, part of the reason they become a partner of ours, they did a really nice thing for us and helped us put our. Uh, uh, an advertisement in the uh, beer week, uh, the beer issue of City Beat, uh, which showed off our brand new logo, which you can see if you're, for the most part, if you're looking. And that was done by uh, Tommy Long and the folks at Lemon Grenade, so we really appreciate that. But just tell us all about City Beat. Sure. So, uh, CincinnatiBurgerWeek.com for sure for all the specifics on our participants. Braxton, uh, our, our other sponsors, thank you to all of them. I'll say follow City Beat on Facebook, follow us on Snapchat, follow us on Instagram, uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, just a couple of, I mean, we're doing giveaways Can you teach me how to Snapchat? Uh, barely. <laughs> barely. There's, we've got a team of a dozen people that are younger than me that say a lot of things in meanings. That I nod at and walk away from. See, I, so. feel, I feel like it's like one of the most simplistic apps, right? But it's the most complicated to use. Yeah, I, I sent yeah. one snap tweet and it so went through easy. to my wife. It's so easy, I, it yes. ain't really that it's hard. It's so guys. easy. <laughs> Sorry, continue. No, 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 no. It's okay. I, I guess if I want to highlight anything, follow us on all the social media. Um, uh, you know, we're doing giveaways practically every day from now through the end of Burger Week. So lots of chances to win, whether you're liking us or signing up for a newsletter. Uh, we actually have the Burger Fairy. I kind of uh, wanted to reference this during oh. the Pokemon conversation. <laughs> the Burger Fairy will appear on our social media, um, particularly Instagram, of course. But, uh, you know, with clues as to where you can find her, go out and find the Burger Fairy in real awesome. life and uh, and you'll win. Uh, get your passport in any of the 66 restaurants, get it stamped and you can win the uh, 25 person barbecue. You know, we do, I think at this point, the roster's 14 events throughout the year that we own and produce. Uh, some of them like this are kind of distributed throughout different locations. Uh, we had a great hit in the spring with uh, with uh, Greater Cincinnati Restaurant Week. We also do a lot of events where it's more centralized, ticketed events. Uh, most recent one was Brunched, uh, which was presented by Buckeye Vodka. I went to that. <clears throat> and we were happy to have you. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so our next one uh, will actually be uh, Sugar Rush in August. 
Um, but uh, I would say just stay tuned to the social media. Check out the all-new CityBeat.com, relaunched mm-hmm. in June. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll always make sure you know what's happening. And two things. Anything that is especially, you know, a, a, little, bit le- a little bit more intimately um, associated with craft beer, we'll be doing with you guys. And then also you wanted to mention your beer your beer blogger or your beer column that you have in the uh, in, in the in the in the paper as well sure so we have a lot of new features that was just kind of anecdotal actually because we were uh, we had a, uh, some information published in a, in a weekly blog column what's hops yeah. uh, what's the hops uh, that was mentioning summer trip um, and so that was kind of an, an anecdotal thing but uh, you know for sure check it out um, between our relationships with the breweries and what it means culturally to the city and the way it resonates with our audience in particular, it's always going to be part of our storytelling. Um, and then from an event standpoint, yeah, when it comes to our restaurant weeks and, and what have you, uh, you know, we're a proud supporter of the Brewcast. So just glad to be a part of the well, extended family. Well, that's we're, thing. we're very appreciative. Maybe, maybe, in, maybe in a year I can get a jacket. Get a jacket. <laughs> when, you, when we get a jacket, we'll sell you a jacket. No, does, does, anyone, does anyone here watch Silicon Valley? I watched every two every episode. Mikey does. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so I picture the jacket looking like the jacket they they bought. Oh yes, yes. 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 That's yeah. the jacket I want. Yeah. And I'm gonna have to Google that. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll look that up, and when we do a jacket, man, that's what that's what it'll look like. Uh, listen, we've got one more department we want to fill in. Uh, oh, l- listen, really quick. Uh, let me do. Uh, where is it? Um, <clears throat> Jeez, we should just get fun. one made in like a one fits all size and pass it from the person that's been on the show the most. Just let it stay here and accumulate the way the headphones do. The, the unwiped gym you equipment that we're all it. sharing. You must wear it the entire length of the show. Hey, hey. Here's, here's what I want to do real quick before that. This week, this coming week on Cincy Brewcast, we got a lot of stuff going on. Now, we want to tell you a couple of things. First of all, uh, we were invited uh, very, uh, very graciously uh, by some folks from, um, from um, uh, Blue Point a Brewing Company. Uh, they are having a uh, festival this week. Uh, it is going to be uh, downtown uh, on 12th Street around, uh, around the um, near in and or around uh, Washington Park. Uh, but they're going to do something fr- on Saturday the 16th. Uh, from uh, I believe it's two until seven. It's called the Blue Point uh, Toasted Tour. Uh, Jenny Evanson uh, sent me an e- a very kind email and asked us if we wanted to participate as VIT- VIP um, VIPs to the event. We have so much going on that we really could not do that. But we're going to bring you something uh, from uh, Blue Point and uh, from the folks down there at Blue Point uh, at some point here on Cincy Brewcast. Uh, we're going to do a a negotiation and not a negotiation, but sort of well, back and forth and find out uh, what we're, when, when we're going to be able to do it and so forth. But we will be bringing you some stuff uh, in the future from from Blue Point. And then this Friday here on Cincy Brewcast, we will be getting in the car and driving the gnome and I. It's you know, it's going to be a strange thing with us in the car, uh, it, you know, because you like hip hop and I like, you know, bluegrass and, and kind of roots type type music so we're gonna have to find some kind of hip-hop bluegrass it's, it's uh, not even the kind of music i listen to at all 
And for the and, record, I'm, and, I'm driving with my wife so that I can control the radio. And we both smoke cigars, <laughs> and uh, so it'll be full. Of, the car will be full of cigar smoke. But anyway, uh, we're going to be heading to the ATH, Athens, Ohio, where this week is taking place. Beginning this week is the only I read a very, very funny uh, sort of a spoof article, onion, oniony kind of article about uh, Ohio Ohio Brew Week uh, earlier, and it says Athens is the only place where they could take a nine day event and call it Brew Week. <laughs> but it starts this Friday, and this Friday we're going to be at Devil's Kettle Brewing. We're going to be joined by Cameron Fuller. We're going to be uh, uh, joined by Seth Morton. We're going to be joined by uh, Sean White uh, uh, from Devil's Kettle. Uh, Jackie O's and Little Fish, the award-winning Little Fish Brewing, uh, and also Jody Grenert and Brand- I think I think he said his name was Brandon Thompson, Brendan Thompson, who is the new director of Ohio Brew Week. So we're going to be coming to you live, 6 p.m. Uh, from Devil's Kettle Brewing in Athens, and we're going to be doing the whole ATH. And my heart, my heart is breaking. We're I'm headed out early. Too. I'm, I'm so hitting rude. them all. I, me and the wife, we're we're going out early. We're going to hit a, all the tap rooms. And well, don't show is, up too. Well, you know me. Pissed up, man. You, you know, know me. <laughs> I, I've, you know me. I will. I, you know, that, that's biggest. You and me, Tina. Yeah, that's biggest confession on the show. I've never been to Athens. Yeah, I've never, see. I've never been to Jackie O's. I've, you know, obviously Little Fish and Devil's Kettle. I've never been there. Right, you know, right. so I, I can't just go there and not hit them all. So six, it, it got to catch them all. Six p.m. Uh, till about seven thirty. <laughs> Pokemon. Uh, that, was, at, that was pretty good. At, at Devil's Kettle Brewing, mm-hmm. and we're going to be bringing you OBW sixteen. We're going to be bringing you uh, the whole Athens beer scene. Athens craft is what we're going to be the voice of Athens craft for one day this Friday, beginning at six p.m. Periscope, Facebook Live. What's the other one? Uh, YouTube. Uh, YouTube. Uh, <laughs> well, What's that is that Facebook one with the Live. No, no, no. Uh, no oh, Facebook. No, Facebook Live and Google Plus Hangouts on Air. Uh, the podcast will hit, um, geez, I guess the next day. But then again, on it. Saturday, we discussed the, no, Blue, we'll do- the Blue Point Toasted Tour. We are going to be Saturday at the Badass Beer Fest. The, bad the Badass Brewcast. I would have the called it that on Facebook cast. if Facebook didn't think Badass was bad. Well, that's, we'll let you that's call their it problem. That. And that's going to be, we're going to be there at four o'clock. We still haven't determined <laughs> what time we're going to start the program, but we're going to be talking to John Voitish and his and wife. We're going to grab as many people grab as we as can many, there. Because there will be some of the brewers there. Braxton, of course, is, is participating as you guys. God love you. Almost anything that has to do with craft beer in Cincinnati, you guys participate in. I love the, you know, the, the community involvement and, and the, the, the importance you place on being a part of the community and being involved in, in, in just about everything that happens in the craft beer uh, community in Cincinnati. Uh, Evan, you guys deserve a lot of credit for that. So big time stuff coming up this week. A big summer here on Cincy Brewcast, and it continues. So before before we jump into the, the lightning round, um, we got to give a shout out to 50 West for one of the coolest beer events <laughs> I have ever been to with the punch out um, this weekend. It was so much fun. And I don't know which came first, the idea to do a boxing match or to release punch you in the IPA and in, in, in cans or in bottles, but they fit together so perfectly. And the event was so much fun that um, got to give them a shout out and uh We'll, we'll probably be talking. I have not heard a single negative thing. About it was so much. Well, you know, they, 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 I don't think they anticipate as many people. The bathrooms were a little bit of an issue. 
some of us could be right. in the woods, some right. of us couldn't, but, right. <laughs> um, and, 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 and we, we drank all the beer. So there, there were a couple issues, but it, even with the, those things, it was just so much fun. Well, that's fun. terrific. That's great to hear. And congratulations to those guys. Another group of great guys that yeah. do a lot of West. stuff that's right on the money, just like what, Evan what, and the what guys were the, uh, What were the, uh, who were the winners? Oh, I know, no. shout out to Corona. Okay. Corona Brockman won. No, she did uh, not. Westerman. She didn't? No, she lost. Um, Zach told me she won. Did win. No. Um, well, shout out to her for and I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to be fucking able to, awesome. How Bobby did? I'm, Bobby, Bobby won. won. Oh, okay, and I'm not going to. I'm not going to get everybody's Bobby names won, right. Kyle so Kyle lost. Uh, first, first match was Taft's Alehouse won. Um, if somebody can pull. No, well, it was I Mash Cult. Can, Mash Cult. Um, Mash Cult. Um, Ryan Geist and Mash Cult won. Um, I can pull it up if, if somebody else talks while I type here. All right, well, let me do the lightning round while we're, while we're yeah, finding do that. the... Oh, wait a minute. I have to... Um... The lightning round. <laughs> you don't like it? it That's okay. Me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that took me 40 minutes. <laughs> no, no. Scared me. Right, the lightning like... round. I think it's terrific. All right, so uh, it's the burger edition. Um, Everyone, go around and say your answer. Preferably one word answer, just because it's supposed to be the lightning round. Um, First question fries, slaw, or onion rings? Onion rings. Yeah, I'll go onion rings too. Fries. 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 How does slaw fit into that? Slaw goes on the sandwich. It goes Side on item. the sandwich. It's not I a want side. it on the sandwich. Slaw does not go on the sandwich. Well, it, it depends well, on what it is. Pulled pork, pulled chicken, yeah. any type of pulled meats. A, cool. a barbecue burger. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, favorite burger topping? This is so easy. Vegetable or the... or the No, like a topping. Cr- like like, like bacon or like... Right, that's the answer. Oh, yeah. There's no other answer besides bacon. Um, Swiss cheese and mushroom. Bacon. Bacon. Uh, more bacon. Probably bacon. Yeah. <laughs> all, all of their bacon. Yeah, I like spice bacon and then like jalapenos and like pepper jack. Like Although I'm pretty so pumped for the oysters. I know it's the third time I mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. We're, I'm going to have to go excited. there and try that burger. If you, you had to, if it was a choice that you were required to make by, I don't know, life or death, turkey burger or veggie burger? What? Turkey. Neither of those are burgers. I don't understand the question. It's... <laughs> Life it's hypothetical. Uh, you know what? Don't participate because you wouldn't participate in the would you rather of last week. No, so uh, you are excluded from this, Evan. Turkey. <laughs> if I had to choose, both are terrible options. Sure. But I'll take I'll take turkey. Uh, still go, a meat. Yeah, I'll go for the turkey for the for the protein. I'm gonna go veggie. Veggie, black bean, or like uh, or like what? morning star. Probably black bean. I understand okay. none of this. Black bean, beet. I don't know. Sometimes you can make. It. Meat. Yeah, I'm gonna go with turkey as well. Um, best burger you've ever had in your life? Oh, oh I know the okay. answer to this. That's easy. I know my answer too. I don't mind. It's between Flip Daddy Smith Swiss Miss or Swiss. The, it's not called that. It's called yeah. something else. That was. Well, that's right. The Swiss. And it's the last one I had at OPG. Uh, Gosh, I don't remember what I ordered, but it was. When was last? Banana Jack. Right right off the hook. No, no, I wouldn't order that. Was that Um, the Soul Burger? 
Was that when we went after Blank Slate that night? Yes. Yes. I think it was the Hawaiian burger, actually, that you had. Uh, I didn't get no, I wouldn't get no damn pineapple <laughs> on shit. You know that. <laughs> you just got a turkey burger a second ago. Well, maybe it was the <laughs> If I was gonna eat, if I was gonna eat pineapple on a burger, it would be a turkey turkey burger. Believe me. It was either the Zola or the Zola. Zola, that was it. Yeah. All right. So my wife was trying to prove her love to me one time in grilled burgers, even though she's not allowed to touch the grill, and she made a barbecue burger with bacon and little crispy onions, and that was the best burger ever. Sounds like she should be able to touch the grill. She's not allowed to touch the grill. I loved it, and then I hit her for using my grill. Way to suck up. I don't hit my wife. Uh, so I was I was on vacation when I was in high school, and this place had um, they they called it the bird bird dog burg dog. Uh, they took um, a hamburger patty, uh, lettuce, tomato, onion, pickle, bacon. They took a hot dog after. I mean, this is just a regular like propane grill. Cut the hot dog in half long ways. Put that on top of the burger. Ketchup, mustard, bun. It's a dangerous. It's almost wow. you got to watch the meat to to topping ratio. You got to load some other stuff on there to, to, to balance it out. I, at the at the risk of being sentimental, you know the ones my dad grilled out growing yeah. up. I mean, just Very hanging good. out by the pool as a kid, no, looking my up, dad's burgers, so. being uh, being confounded at how the grill even worked and how oh, absolutely everything he made tasted better than anything. My dad liked his beef, Man. his beef medium medium well or well done. So right. like we with, burned tucks. within an inch of, of his <laughs> life. So. When I had my first medium rare burger, it was like the gods. The sky opened up and God put his hand on my forehead. Gracie? I got to go with the pub in beautiful Athens, Ohio. Probably one of the best burgers. Simple burger, burger, American cheese. You can get whatever toppings you want. Lettuce, tomato, pickle, onion, mayonnaise. Ketchup, the pub mustard. does have a good burger. But it's just the, the simplicity it's not, it's of not it. not turkey that or really... those beans you were talking about, right? <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay, just making sure. It's just, you know, the simplicity of, like, you know, just a straight-up grilled Regular burger. Regular grilled burger with that, American cheese yeah. and ketchup and pickles. And some so. mayonnaise. Oh, yum. Delicious. What's yours? Uh, for me, was um, we had just done about 22 miles at... Ooh, sorry, that's me. Um, we had just done 22 miles at the Cumberland Gap. Answered and we were coming off the trail 22 miles of eating... Nature Valley granola bars and trail mix and Slim Jims and like and warm, noodles wo- and like warm, like like turkey and no ham and mayonnaise sandwiches like out of the pack. Mayonnaise. <laughs> and um, we we knew that this we could smell it like about a mile out. Yeah, we could. We were smell locking it, in about a mile out and. That burger, it was just a fucking, like, frozen John Morrell patty, like, on a regular-ass Kroger bun. But, like, it was the first real food I had had in, like, three days, 22 miles. It, I'll never forget that burger. It was the best burger I've ever had. You're right. You're right. It was pretty, it was pretty damn good. Is that it? Uh, second, well, and then uh, Quatman. Quatman's, ca- Quatman's Cafe in... Uh, oh, no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> It's we reminiscing. Already, we sort of already. Sorry, we already did the favorite. That was your uh, one word answer. Beer yes, it was. Uh, McDonald's or Burger answer. King? Burger King. Um, who's got the best Happy Meal toys right now? Because that's my choice. <laughs> McDonald's usually. McDonald's. Wendy's. Oh, that's one. fair. Fair enough. Yeah, Wendy's. McDonald's. I'm gonna go with McDonald's as well. Um, cheddar, American or Swiss? Swiss. Swiss. Um, can I be more complicated? 
Maybe. How complicated? Uh, age smoked cheddar. Well, if okay. we can go, Fair I'm enough. going pepper jack. Wow. <laughs> Other than that, it'd be, that. it'd be American. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cheddar. Yeah. I think I'm going to go American. American. That's it. That was your lightning round. Beer. Best. Just, just, it's a cooler. You, your, your, your buddy, your best buddy from high school who's a mechanic who, who. <laughs> scenario is this <laughs> <laughs> dad your best friend from high school is not a mechanic he turns on some slow jams Gore's banquet beer <laughs> that's that's what I'm talking about you're at the grill out he's got all of the all of the fine American light lagers in his cooler what do you drink with your burger you said Coors banquet what do you say uh, storm what do you say it's a political it's storm what do you say what He's got the all the American light loggers in this cooler. It's American domestic. American domestic light loggers. Oh. And I got to pick one? Yes. Miller Lite did hey. win a gold medal at World Beer Cup. There's no hootie in there or anything? Could be. Could be oh, hootie. I'll, I'll take hootie if all that right. counts. Miller High Life, probably. I, I really would actually pick the banquet beer. <laughs> I really beer. would. It's yeah. a good Miller beer. Lite. Miller Lite. Um, I'd, I'd go. I, I'm with... I'm with, I'm with uh, no, I mean, he turned me on to it. The Udipole Pure Lager, oh, fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I'd bring that. I'd bring that and put it in the cooler, and then if, you know, and then if, and it would all get drunk. So I'd be, stu- I'd be stuck <laughs> with the Bud Light. Stuck with the-, <laughs> the way it works. Hey, listen, guys, it's been a fun show. We're well over. I didn't think we'd go this long, but boy, we went an hour and forty minutes. Oh, I got to get back to catching some Pokemon. Very, very, uh, very, very. Uh, uh, Thank, it's very, very gratifying, and we really thank you guys. And this is the best I got to tell you. This is the best I felt in uh, about a week and a half, so uh, it must be good for me too. So, uh, uh, Evan Rouse from Braxton Brewing, thank you very much. Uh, Josh Shuler from City Beat, thank you very much. Angie from o- Angie Snurs from Oakley Pub and Grill, thank you very much. Anytime. Tina from uh, Overlook Lodge in Pleasant Ridge. Adios, everyone. The Gnarly Gnome, the GnarlyGnome.com. Absolutely. And my name is Mike Sisteros. You have been listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft.